From the nearest comic book to the farthest cinematic universe. Journey into the past, present, and future of your fandom. This is Meanwhile. This is Meanwhile. This is Meanwhile 22 Pages Later. With your hosts, The Cap, MFG, and Ralph the Tech. Please stand by. Bored, tired, horny. Well, the first two. Never to fear. The M22 boys are here. Not for the last one. Uh, welcome to another edition. But of we could Meanwhile. Be. Oh, why did you go there, Mike? Oh, All right. Welcome to another edition. Of Meanwhile, 22 pages later, episode 203. I'm one of your hosts, The Cap. And with me, as always, is the man who might not tell you when there's a kick me sign on you. And heaven forbid, there's a bomb attached to you. He is Mike, also known as MFG. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you about either of those signs. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do have this for you, a very horribly described movie. Let's Actually, this one's it. not that bad. This one, this one you should be able to get. Okay. All righty. Um, in the future, cultural appropriation is out of this world and in 3D. Mm, culture appropriation out of this world in 3D. All right, I guess we'll wait for after the quick news to find out what's going on. That's right. All right. See, I, I know my cues this time. It's not like episode 200. Um, and our other, <laughs> I, I, I heard the episode. I, I, I am so sorry to everybody. And our other illustrious host is the man who has no problem dropping his clothes if it meant he could transform into a furry animal. Wait, isn't he that already? Give it up for RT Squared, Bob the Tech. Grr, baby. And they call me the I, bear. I bet what, they do. What about for dropping the soap? Oh gosh! They call me the bear for that too. <laughs> I don't want. I just go. <laughs> so the other day, while I was uh, driving to work, while performing a an incredibly uh, uh, invasive hack into a system which shall be renamed uh, named shall rename nameless. Wrangly. <clears throat> no, what? Who said that? <laughs> a thought occurred to me. The original. Willy Wonka movie is basically just Squid Games before it was cool. Oh, I like that. It really that. is. It really I like is. that. <laughs> right? I mean, think about it. Like, every, you know, someone dies. I mean, they don't say that the kids are dead, but you never see them leaving the factory. Well, we never see the uh, the the Blueberry Girl again, dude. Right? I don't think we ever nope. see her again. We don't see any of them. We don't after. see any of them. Only yeah. Charlie at the end. He's but doesn't he make a disclaimer saying that they're all they're all okay and blah blah sure. blah? Sure, like he's going to tell say. you that they all were killed. But <laughs> <laughs> everyone, please enjoy yourself. All these children have been killed. I'm sorry, <laughs> Gene Wilder can tell me that, and I would totally understand. Johnny Depp tells me that. I'm like, oh no, those kids are dead. <laughs> you and your Tim Burton loving ass. Stop it. Stop lying to me. <laughs> he probably uh, put them in some meat pies. Yeah. Wow, that's just gross. Uh, yeah. Just like you know, uh, what was the name of that one? That's the um, the butcher come of. Uh, come on, you could do it. Come on, the the barber and the barber yeah, yeah, uh, Come on, but, so, but I can't remember. The, Todd, come on, come on. Oh, sweet, uh, sweetie Todd. There you go. The you demon me. barber of Fleet Street. Oh, that's right. Okay. 
And it's funny that we brought that up for Halloween. Joey the intern would have gotten that. Yeah, Joey the intern's not here, though. Joey the intern's got a lot to catch up on. Joey the intern's <laughs> yeah. on my shit list. I love him. Wow. Oh, man. <laughs> Episode yes. 203. Yeah, it has please. been announced that you are on a shit list. Please. He won't hear it until 208. <laughs> <laughs> so you have time to, to duck and cover? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, anyway, today we're going to be talking about the DC property that's starting to pick up some steam. But did they lose a step when they left the DC Universe app? We'll be discussing that and more when we talk about the HBO Max series, Titans Season 3. But first, I'm so tempted to make the intro long just to make him sweat or pissed or pissy. But you know what? Let's not do that. So let's make him feel better. Here's MFG and his quickness. And now. The Quick News, brought to you by MFG and Ralph and Cal. And that Quick News intro was brought to you by Snuffleupagus. I was going to say Eeyore, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like Snuffleupagus eating Eeyore. Whoa. <laughs> he was Where's the gong for that one? <laughs> no, no gong. He was right. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, you took eating a different way than I took eating. Go yes, ahead, you Mike. did, because we're a very family-friendly place. Yeah, yeah. right. Okay. See, look, look, Cap, look to your left. Look to your right. You see where you are? You're in the gutter, my friend. Get out of there. <laughs> Thank you, what you got for, Tech. What you got for us, Mike? Well, unfortunately, I've got death to start oh, off with. Oh, man. Yeah. I know that guy. Yeah, I'm not happy about this one any anymore myself. A fondly remembered Saturday morning kids icon has had her final adventure on Earth. Joanna Cameron, the actress that played Isis on the 1970s DC television series, The Secrets of Isis, passed away on Friday, October 22nd from complications after suffering a stroke. As school teacher Andrea Thomas, who acquired the powers of an Egyptian goddess, Cameron will always be remembered for her beauty and kindness by children of the flower power generation. The Secrets of Isis originally aired on CBS for 22 episodes across two seasons from September 6th of 1975 to October 23rd of 1976 as a companion series to Shazam. The series is noteworthy as the first live action TV series in the United States to feature a female superhero as its lead character, predating both Lindsay Wagner's Bionic Woman and Linda Carter's Wonder Woman. Wow. Yeah. At the age of 29, Cameron retired from acting in 1980 and worked for 10 years as a nurse in the uh, home healthcare industry before uh, beginning a career in hotel marketing. Joanna Cameron was 70 years old. Oh man, you know, I mean, um, blessings to her and, and and just glad to hear that she left such a mark on, on, on you know, the on the superhero industry and yeah. also, and, and retiring at how old you said? At 29, yeah. At 29, yeah. Those, you know, that she wanted to do. Yeah. Evidently, I guess, you know, maybe she just didn't find the Hollywood that appealing. I don't know, you know, all the thing. But uh, yeah, I mean, cause, cause she moved right on. A lot of people like leave acting, but then they go into production or, you know, whatever. She just left the whole business. So. Right. Well, I know that Yvonne, Yvonne Craig, the one who was um, mm-hmm. Batgirl, I know that she had a very similar story, too. I mean, she right. stayed a little bit longer, but, you know, but it's good to hear that, you know, people have made the mark and they go, you know what? I'm not going to linger around. I'm going to move on and do something and then do something better for my community, my people, you know, human mm-hmm. beings in general. So that's good to hear. Yeah. But I'm did, sorry to hear that she's gone. Yeah. Did you ever see uh, ISIS, uh, the show, uh, Ralph? No. I, so um, word of advice for anybody trying to Google the show, make sure to type in uh, TV show after The Secret of ISIS, because if you just type in The Secret of ISIS, uh, you might get some weird sites. <laughs> 
Show me wow. ISIS. Whoop, here comes the FBI. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe they're bringing a videotape of ISIS to the TV show. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, did you, ever, different. did you ever see it, uh, Cap? Not, did not see it. I mean, really? I'll, I'll, say, I'll say this. I knew of it, but I could never catch it, you know, like on TV because I was, yeah. I, oh, little known fact, I was born around when that show was happening. So, or at least the original run. So by the time I was around and remember things that that's like the eighties, I don't remember okay. seeing the show at all. Oh, okay. I knew the show existed. Yeah. It's, it's, it's as cheesy as you think it would be for, you know, a mid seventies Saturday morning live action show, but you still feel good. My favorite thing has to be the fact that like, you know, if people are like, cause, cause the thing is it's shot in a high school. I mean, it's a real high school, but I mean, as you see by, by the bright sun, it's summertime. Cause that's when they could afford to shoot it is when the school was closed. Yeah. right right oh, so wow. that, they could rent the space so like you get all these people that are like hi i'm in your class i'm like she's like i'm 15 i'm like you're 35 like <laughs> these these actors that they got they, you do not even begin you're just like like they're like i have to go home i'm like why are your kids coming home like, like <laughs> they're not believable to be teenagers at all but they're a good story i mean it's very black and white the do's and don'ts you know don't hitchhike don't you know their their stories were never more than like maybe someone like stole money out of a cash register or something like that or you know um a, 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 i don't even know if they even went as far as for a student to bring alcohol i don't even know if that was even a story i was gonna say crack but that's way before Ooh, you're talking about God. 76. there was no crack at that time the world <laughs> wow. had no drugs Oh, wow. something, like, something, for, something for us to check out yeah. at some point. Yeah, definitely. Watch a couple of episodes. You have to see the one with the bear. It obviously is somebody in a costume. I, I was there. But, <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> I, I was going to say eaten by Eeyore, but no, that was snuffle up against. So we'll just, <laughs> we'll move along. What else you got right. there, Mike? All right. Well, here's hoping good shows when I'll get a better chance for renewal. Netflix announced that it will be changing the way it measures viewer engagement moving forward thanks to the worldwide success of Squid Game. For the past few years, the streaming giant has used a two-minute view metric to measure viewing data and audience engagement. But in the third quarter letter to its shareholders, Netflix announced that it will now report the total hours viewed within 28 days of release. According to the letter received by shareholders, quote, we think engagement as measured by hours viewed is a slightly better indicator of the overall success of our titles and member satisfaction. It also matches how outside services measure TV viewing and gives proper credit to rewatching, end quote. The letter also stated that Netflix would more regularly release the count of hours viewed so that its members and the industry can better measure success in the streaming world. According to internal, internal documents from the streaming service, Squid Game costs only $21.4 million to produce, but would generate almost $900 million in revenue, uh, wow. sorry, in value for Netflix. That number comes after 142 million of its 214 million subscribers watched the series in the first 28 days. The previous viewership records were held by Extraction and Bridgerton, which earned 99 million views and 82 million views within 20 days of release, respectively. One That's word. A popular show. One <laughs> word. Duh. Yeah. I mean, they went with a two-minute metric. Who the hell does that? Yeah, like that's me going. Oh wait, which way can I go back to get out of this show that I don't want to see? <laughs> right. <laughs> the one thing I really wish that they would fix would be to get it out of my continue watching thing without having to go through a hassle. Oh, because man. when you watch something for like a minute or two, mm -hmm. it stays in your continued watching for ages. You know, and the only way to get rid of it is you have to go online into your account, into this obscure spot in the account that shows all the shows you watch and then you remove it. You know, what I just do <laughs> is I just fast forward to the end to the credits and then just get it done that way. That's what I've been doing now because I'm just like, this is ridiculous. 
Wow. The things we do to get rid of things on, on our on our feed that we shouldn't be really bothered by, but we're kind of bothered by anyway. It's kind of funny. Yeah. And by the way, that's for you people at home. Don't do that to our podcast. Yeah, do not. <laughs> Even though it'll help our ratings, thing. but, you know, actually listen to us. The, um, you know, I, I, I can see we've been doing it now. Uh, I listened to your last podcast. What do we say at the end? Uh, no, it's not. Goodbye. <laughs> Pumper nickel. <laughs> All right. What were you going to say, Ralph? I'm sorry. You know what's even more annoying is when is you share a Netflix account with someone, and even though you tell them, do not use your profile, they do it anyway. So that when you go to watch Netflix and you see it says continue watching, uh, um, what was it, Rocky Five, and you're like, when was I watching Rocky Five? And now yes. they think that I like Rocky Five. That's exactly. the worst thought. <laughs> now you get because you watch Rocky Five, we suggest this movie, yeah. Red Sonia. All I gotta say is. <laughs> hey, <Red Sonja. laughs> is Troy. I hope you're listening to this podcast. Shout out to cousin Troy. Um, hope you listen to this podcast because he lent me his HBO Max, but told everybody, don't make a profile. I don't want nobody's profile. I'm like, then you're gonna end up with stuff that you don't want because everybody <laughs> and he lent us to like four or five people. I'm like, dude, just get let go, let people make profiles. And then when he moved, when he had moved to Florida, also I see five profiles. I'm like, huh. Huh, that's how it works, huh? <laughs> what you gotta do is just start watching like My Little Pony and uh like uh was that the like fish no fish tales? No. What's that? Oh Veggie Tales. Veggie Tales, yeah, something like that. You know, just wow, I, I know that's little kids stuff. Sesame Street, just all that. So then when he says, Why am I getting all these weird recommendations? You say, Well, I don't know. I've just been watching. If I had my profile. own profile, it'd yeah. be different. There you go. <laughs> what else you got there, Mike? All right. Well, last but not least. The Batgirl movie's search for its main villain went from cold to hot. Former mummy fighter and brain in a robot husk, Brendan Fraser, will pay, play the deadly arsonist Firefly. Or perhaps an original movie version based on that villain. We don't know yet. Uh, the casting call was looking for, quote, an actor in his 50s to 60s to play the villain who is described as a disgruntled former firefighter, end quote. As for the uh, Batman rumors for the film, there will be a Batman but it will probably not be Robert Pattinson as uh, the Batman movie is not part of the DCEU. Hmm, okay, I was wondering how, how they were going to work no, But they, they don't say. I mean, they keep, the, the industry is something, granted, you never know when they're telling you the truth or not, but they keep saying like, yeah, it's probably not him. It might, they go, it might be another person that's wanted or it may be someone else altogether. And I'm like, Stop! Just spring. Just, just make a new Batman, right? I, 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 just, just stop. <laughs> or lean into the idea of there's a multiverse and that it's a it's another independent movie with somebody else playing Batman. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Lean into it. Stop trying to make it one continuous universe. And yes, I know for those who listen to the podcast for a long time, I wanted DC to do this whole thing like Marvel, but I've changed my mind. I think it's better that you have different versions so you can have more flexibility with your movie making. Just saying. Yeah. Um, question. Yeah. Is Brandon Fraser going to get into better shape, or are we gonna have a overweight, disgruntled firefighter, Firefly, whose jetpack has to work extra hard in order for him to get off the ground? That's not wow. a jet. That's not a jetpack. That's a space shuttle. Get it right. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Jeff Bezos might 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 find it a little bit weighty. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I'm just saying, Poor like, Brendan Fraser. Listen, I I I enjoy Brendan Fraser. Yeah. I enjoy it, but that just seems like a weird casting call for Firefly. Yeah, I thought the same thing too. Because I'm like, okay, I mean, even if they want someone in their 50s and 60s, I'm like, I is I mean, one gut punch from Batgirl, and that's pretty much that's that. 
Yeah. Really? <laughs> gut, gut punch? Wow. Are we going yeah. there? All, all the different iterations of Firefly that I have seen, he is like a, a slick guy who, not even like muscular, he's just like wiry, who's able to, you know, hold that big flamethrower, fly around and, and, you know, move quickly. And of course, sexist Ralph forgot that there was a woman that played Firefly in Gotham. But right. that's fine. No, I, I was well, including well, well, her in my mind. Well, so nobody really watched Gotham. So there you go. Unfortunately <laughs> enough, people watched it that it made five years. No, I still have yet to finish that last season. You need to. You need to. I know. I got there. Oh. You should get there. Didn't didn't it start out with a, a guy first and then she took over? No, I don't think so. She just there was someone committing five. Maybe I, I don't remember. I'm trying to think if they actually called that guy Firefly. Or if he just called himself something else, we knew it was Firefly, but then she became Firefly after that experimental in the Indian, whatever they call that, Indian hospital, whatever Indian they call Hill. that hospital, Indian Hill. Yeah. I don't remember. You're making me trying to, you're making me remember bad things. All right. <laughs> you know, so so let's scrub the, the memories. So let's scrub the memories. So is that all your quick news? That is all my quick news. Okay. Can you repeat the horribly described movie once again? Certainly. In the future. Cultural appropriation is out of this world and in 3D. Um, oh, I know this. Um, it's a Schwarzenegger movie. I know that. Um, no, that's not it. Sorry. <laughs> Ralph, go ahead. I love watching him just argue with himself. <laughs> <laughs> and then losing. <laughs> it's like it's like he's married to half of his brain. <laughs> he's like, he's like, it's a Schwarzenegger film. That isn't you stupid. Okay, yes, dear, it's not. <laughs> Ralph, do you have anything before I reconcile with my other side of my brain? Is it Jason X? It is not. Oh, damn it. Oh, it's not a horror film. You're supposed to be answering my question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hold on. Wait, let me think about this. See, I was thinking between um um not born identity. What's the one with the Tom Cruise movie with him? But no, I, you're thinking about focus... Interstellar. No, uh, no. That, oh, wait, you no. said Tom Cruise. My are, are we calling this a I don't know from both of you so we can move on? <laughs> I'm going to call it I don't know. And then after the podcast, I'm going to tell you the thing that was so I don't sound stupid more than I already do now. <laughs> oh, you're thinking about Elysium, isn't it? No, no, no. That's that's. Uh, that's the so I, what is your I guess there, Ralph the Tech? My you guess, know, my yes. guess is the answer that you're thinking of, and you're right about that. It is the correct answer that I'm thinking of. In I'm the right. future, cultural appropriation is out of this world and in 3D. Avatar. Oh, oh I wouldn't have got that. <laughs> oh. See, I thought it was a dead giveaway with the 3D part because I thought everyone would jump on Avatar, whether they even thought about it or not. No. I just thought of 3D in regards to not not in regards to our experience, regards to their experience. Like uh, I was thinking Total Recall. Uh, I see what you're saying. It has a total recall, but okay. That's why I was thinking of Schwarzenegger at first. But okay. uh, well, well, I wonder well, if a certain person in a certain part of the country may have gotten it right. Oh, are you talking about Tinkerbell? Who, by the way, heard episode 200 and was like, yeah, I heard it. He answered pretty fast. Are you sure you didn't edit that out? I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, Tinkerbell, you're angry. You're an angry, little friend. Fuck you. Just know my horror films. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Well, well done, Mike. I'm I'm now 0 for like 25 and Ralph's like 2 for 30, so that's good. What are you talking and... about? I was correct. <laughs> Mike said I was right, so. In silence, in silence. All right. 
So let's let's get to what we're here for. Let's talk about the HBO Max that used to be a DC Universe show known as Titan Season 3. And with a synopsis is the guy who confuses us with badly named movies or horribly described movies, Mike, also known as MFG. Take it away. Woo! All right, this one I'm not going to make such a conundrum for all of you. Titans is a live action rendition of the DC Comics superhero team Teen Titans now airing on HBO Max video on demand programming. Titans was created by uh, Kiva Goldsman, Jeff Johns, and Greg Berlanti and follows core heroes Nightwing, Starfire, Raven, and Beast Boy, among others. The DC Teen Titans comic book series was created by Bob Haney and Bruno Primiani in The Brave and the Bold number 54 back in July of 1964, which featured teen sidekicks Robin, Kid Flash, and Aqualad before being joined by Wonder Girl a year later in Brave and the Bold number 60, uh, July of 65. Titans' fourth season renewal announcement was made as part of the DC fandom on October 16th. Titans has a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 100% with an audience <laughs> with an audience score of 79. Uh, and without a critic score, Metacritics has an audience score of 63 out of 100. Hold on, before you go to synopsis, are you saying that they give it six claws? Uh, the the oh, yeah. actual critics did. The, no, the critics did. Oh, they the gave critics it 100%. did, not the audience. Okay. The, the, the audience gave it a 79%. All right, continue, Mike. I apologize. All right, little synopsis here. An unredeemable Robin, a murderous Batman, and more Walking Dead than in 10 seasons of The Walking Dead. (laughs) Uh, Titan's junior year's improvements showed that the writers were taking notes on previous missteps. Jason Todd is a yellow-bellied junkie that discovers a whiny and deadly new identity after death. After the Batman breaks his greatest oath and abandons Gotham, the Titans move into Wayne Manor to keep an eye on the city. With Scarecrow broken out of Arkham and aware of all the heroes' identities, it's a battle for the heart and soul of the team, as well as the city. Chief Commissioner Barbara, I was never Batgirl Gordon, offers disappointment with the introduction of Oracle, and Starfire has a side story that is still a mystery nobody wants to solve. Uh, (laughs) Stay for the good, stay for the bad, but leave before the finale. And if you love talk since the show's inception, you'll love him to pieces in episode three. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Starring Brendan Thwaites as Dick Grayson, Robin, uh, sorry, Nightwing now, uh, Anna Diop as Coriander, Starfire, Tegan Croft as uh, Rachel Roth, Raven, Ryan Potter as Garfield Logan, Beast Boy, Joshua Orpin as Subject 13, Connor, and also Superboy, Minka Kelly as Dawn Granger, Dove, Alan Rickson as Hank Hall, uh, also Hawk, Karen Walters as Jason Todd, Red Hood, uh, Damaris Lewis as Blackfire, Connor Leslie as Donna Troy, Vincent Carthizer as Dr. Jonathan Crane, and uh, that's our lineup. All right, so let's get into it. Titan season three, but before we even open our mouths about that, let's press that spoiler button that we've paid so much money for and we'll continue to be taking loans out for it. Warning, the following segment contains information that may ruin your enjoyment of the media in review. So if you believe this might upset you, piss off, you wanker. Uh, after episode three, you'll be pretty pissed. But that spoiler warning is brought to you by Steve Francis. Wow, did I crack like Peter Brady? <laughs> that spoiler <laughs> warning is brought to you by Steve Francis of Stush Productions. Don't, 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 don't. Stush! <laughs> Go, Stush Titans! Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's let's get into it, gentlemen. Titans, season three. Um... 
there's so much to cover in this season. It's and it's funny in Mike's synopsis, they talk about how the writing team has kind of like took note of their missteps and kind of like corrected certain things that they did incorrectly, maybe in previous iterations. Um, and and what's interesting is they started out right away with Jason Todd and their whole um, death of Jason Todd variant storyline or their version of it. How were you guys with that way to open the season? I could watch that death over and over oh and over. <laughs> it should have just been replayed like in Madison Square Garden in Gotham or wherever you want to call it. We just didn't say it was Damon Wayne. We didn't say it was Damon Wayne. Oh, God, no. Oh, that would have been... I, I I would be in bliss right now if that was Damian Wayne. <laughs> um, I was I, no, it was it was fine. It was good. It, it was interesting to see where they were going to go with it. Um, just because of the fact that like he is taking some substance. Uh, we don't know exactly what's going on. I they they did such a personality shift change with Jason Todd, which was consistent this time at least, but it wasn't better. And not just because of who the character was. It's just it now made his character very wishy-washy and I didn't understand why he was such a threat when he was such a threat and then not a threat. Um, but as far as his death, I was on with it. All right. All right. Ralph. Um, <clears throat> I mean, the way they killed him, it seemed even more brutal than what would happen in the comics. You know, um, really beaten to beaten within an inch of his life and then blown up. How's it say, Ralph? <laughs> I know what you mean. That it looked like. I, I, I could, well, yeah, I mean, because you're seeing someone like going at it. <laughs> you know? But I think the bomb issue in the comic kind of throws. I think it, the, the 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 bomb issue gets a win. At least, <laughs> listen. At least when when he's blown up, you know, his body's burnt to a crisp. You know, it doesn't look so bad. But this time, you, when they show him being thrown into the Lazarus pit, you see his face caved in. Mm -hmm. That's kind of brutal, man. Yeah. Yeah, the, 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 this show definitely holds no shorts, and I'll get to that when we talk about Hawk in a second. Um, but it's interesting because they started there. Me or did they treat the death of Jason Todd? Was it very throwaway, or was that just me? Um, I mean, they just moved forward with the story. I mean, they didn't give any time to truly linger because by time the news gets out to everybody that Jason's dead and. You saw how many people were like, oh, and um, yeah, that's what it felt. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he didn't, I mean, people were, he was not, he did not leave a good note with the team. I mean, you know, uh, you know, you had even um, Nightwing was kind of like, you know, you're a bit of a dick. I mean, think about it. Gar was the only one that actually liked him. Other people were like, hey, we don't wish you dead. But like, you know, we don't want to see you anytime soon either was pretty much everyone's reaction um, right. when he left. So, you know, he didn't have a lot of friends by that point. Um, but as far as the death, yeah, I mean, it was just very much, you know, like people were like, oh, sad. And then by that point, he was gone, <laughs> you know, like like his body was gone. So and, and Red Hood was already attacking and they quickly figured out who that was. So they didn't leave a lot of time for mourning. So I guess, yes, it could be seen as kind of quick, in my opinion. I just felt like if, he, if he's a member of the team, especially if it was Grayson. I mean, I mean, the one who took it hard, obviously, was Batman. Batman took it really hard. Um, were you surprised on Batman's actions after Jason's death? Like what they wrote in the show. Yes. You, you know, you were very surprised. Yes, because that's they don't like Batman. I just don't know <laughs> what it is about the show. They do not like him. They have made him the worst version of any Batman that wasn't a criminal on Earth 3. <laughs> you know, um, what do you say there, Alfie? I, I feel that the reason that they're doing this is so that they don't have to put the actor inside an actual bat suit. <laughs> 
because he cause would that, crumble under that weight because they know <laughs> that he does not look good in a bat suit like he there's the only way he could pull off a bat suit would be if it's like uh like an iron man type bat suit you know right like that that's the only way because that guy right. he, he just doesn't give me batman vibes you know no he gives me alfred's older brother vibes yeah <laughs> <laughs> But I'll say this. I mean, don't get me wrong. The actor could, if you told me that that was Batman, and I don't want to belabor this point, but you know, it's true. Like every time I look at him, I'm like, you know what? If you told me he was older Batman and, and you know, I get it, but I'm like, yeah, completely he's still retired. Active. Yeah, completely retired. But yeah, he's completely active Batman. You know, he's like 35 year old active Batman at the age of right. 65. <laughs> you know, right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that I, like, I, they, I swear they, they, just seem to hate Batman in this this show, and I'm not saying you had to love him. I'm not. I'm not. Believe me, I'm not like Batman's biggest fan, especially over the years with the way even the comic industry has dealt with him. But like, it's like, well, if you hate him so much, just don't include him. Right. Exactly. <laughs> for, for him, for him to actually kill, and I don't mean, oh, we thought he did, but then oh, later on we found out he didn't really. It, you know, uh, you know, it was just a beat up thing, or or the news was but no. He evidently killed, first of all, he killed the Joker. The Joker. Yeah. Right. <laughs> You're like, well, I guess we'll never have a Titans fight in the Joker's episode now, will we? <laughs> you know, yeah. which is fine. I didn't want one. But, but, you, but we also know. I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. They I was gonna add something. They were just gonna say someone put him in, into the Lazarus pit before. Or or they're gonna say that, you know, he did not kill him. He thought he killed him and he did not. You know, the, yeah, I mean, yeah. we, we think you'd be kind of clear on that part. <laughs> the, 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 I'm sorry. Until Arkham until... would have, you know, actual doctors in there. Yeah, but Ar Ar is Arkham really successful with, with some of their with um the way they take care of their criminals or with Star Trek? He's or... he's dead, Jim. Yeah. I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh wait, wait. Yeah. Let me just press this button here. Nope, nope. He's alive, Jim. <laughs> or maybe I'm really un. I'm a horrible doctor. <laughs> yeah. Well, I bring I bring that up because I mean. I bring that up because I was very surprised. Like, I'm like, wow. So they made Batman kill the Joker. Now I'm, I was just hoping that it would turn out later on that the Joker was loose or something happened and, and they're going to find some way to reverse that. I know it. No, I don't think, I don't think this show, I mean, there's no need. The Joker is definitely not a Titan villain and they don't need him at all. And that just, that just lets the Joker off the table. But also my, my thing is not even about the Joker. I could care less about the Joker being dead in this show. That doesn't interest me. Right. Um, my point is, Everyone, we're not talking about the Titans know this. It's announced. Batman killed the Joker. That's on the news. Mm -hmm. Right. So he's not a law official. He is a vigilante that the city uses and tolerates, has just committed murder. Yep. Not one word came up about, and the police are looking for Batman. For Nope. 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 Just okay. That was <laughs> just fine. You know, because everybody's just like, well, you know, we all wanted to do it. And he actually did it. So we'll just let it slide. <laughs> Seriously. And, and it's a, a lot of the violence type thing in this bothered me that way. Not the actual violence, but the attitude. The whole Jason Todd thing. The fact that that they even thought and did, but thought that they could have a redemption story after what he's done. Yeah, there I is was, no redemption no, no. story for this I was guy. Gonna, I was going to get to that later <laughs> on, but, but being, being you brought it up, let's go for it now. I mean, you killed I, Hawk. Like, like how do you... Well, him up. Damn! Wow, we really jumped, but okay. But but even I mean, yes, he was in charge of a lot of bad doing. How do you have him turn around from that? I kind of felt like it was shoehorned in. 
it, it, yeah. it didn't yeah. feel very if, organic. If they, if they wanted this show to be what the show is, then it's like you can you have two choices. Either you put the dog down, you know, you put down that rabid dog, or you put him in Gotham and then pull him out, you know, two seasons later if you want to, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, time, you know, has moved on. It's five years later, whatever. I mean, whatever you want to do. But those are your two options. You don't let him go to figure out himself. Like, like you didn't injure people. You not only put out a drug that allowed people to kill, you were there, witness, did you killed mob members. I mean, sure, they're mob yeah. members, but like, that's the point of jails. They're supposed to be going to jail, not being just murdered, especially, you know, and like no matter, they, they didn't even, yeah, they didn't even do the, well, and which I'm glad the Titans didn't do. They didn't do the, well, he was under influence of a drug. It's like, no, no, he wasn't quite, and he voluntarily was taking that drug. They, I thought they were even going to go like with Crane had now tricked him and he was under his thrall. Like even try that. Not that that still would have been an excuse for redemption, but they right. didn't even go there. It's like, no, he's voluntarily taking this drug. He voluntarily made a new version of the drug, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, you know, to, to, to make it even more powerful on him to give him courage, which he suddenly had none. I don't even understand where that went or it came from. But the fact that like, like Ralph pointed out, episode three, he blows up Hawk. Yeah, that's kind of tough. Yeah, yeah, that's there is no. How do you go? You know, I know Don that he blew up the man that you love, but you know he helped out at the end. You know, so you know he's kind of working with us. I, I'd shoot the person that told me that, then I'd shoot <laughs> Jason. Uh, you know, like no, if I if I was dumb, I'd go meta and shoot the writer, and then yeah. I'm back into the story. <laughs> it's, it's just you know, I'm sorry that that the whole show. Like I'm watching because I mean I did enjoy a lot of the heel turn type stuff that, that he did. I mean, it just made for good villainy, but I just, you could tell the way they're writing it. It's like, but they're going to, they're trying to make this a, a, a redemption possible story. And it's like, there is no redemption. You went too far in your writing, yeah. you know? Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, it, oh, go ahead, Ralph, I'm sorry. Um, no, no, go ahead. I was, just... no, I, was, I was gonna say, it reminds me of the problem they had when they had, um, when they had Wonder Woman kill Max Lord in the comic books. Oh, right. know, like, it's hard to come back from that. And not that you can't, but it becomes so difficult. And and, and, and see, it's one thing for, for, for Wonder Woman, she killed a villain. He killed one of his own, which yeah. is even worse. Yeah. If there is worse, I think yeah. it's even worse if you kill. If you kill a villain, it's kind of like, well, you know, you know, you shouldn't do that. You're not a hero, but, you know, you were trying to do right. right. And her argument, which is her argument in the book is, I didn't, she didn't just kill Max Lord like, oh, there he is getting pizza. It's like he was mind controlling Superman, the most powerful thing on this planet, who had already by that point beaten the snot, broke every bone, beat the snot out of Batman. Right. And he was just going to use him to wreak havoc. It's like, yeah, even I'd have to say, yeah, I mean, you know, granted, bad writing, you can always think of a way. I mean, writers can, you, you, you didn't write yourself into a corner. You chose the easy way out. It's just my argument with uh, Zod and Superman in Man of Steel. When people are right. like, well, what else was he supposed to do? I'm like, this is not a this is not a history lesson that we're watching on film or in the comic book. You wrote it, you just had to write it differently. <laughs> you know? Uh another thing we should have Troy on the podcast for. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let me ask you now that we're just kind of dissecting and talking about different different titans and things of that sort. Um, out of the titans that we originally started off with, who had the most interesting storyline? Because we had a lot of things going on. I mean, obviously, except for Raven, it seemed like. <laughs> that spa treatment was so wonderful on Paradise <laughs> Island. No, um, um, 
I guess, I mean, out of all of our, uh, wait, out of the core four that we started with? Well, well we started um, with, we started with Nightwing. We started with Beast Boy. We started with um, Raven and Starfire. Raven and Starfire, right. Who had the most interesting story or the turnaround story? Yeah, like who has something? Out of those okay, four? None I mean, of them. <laughs> like, so wait, like, so you didn't think Dick Grayson had an interesting story? Nah. I mean, <laughs> wow. I mean, it's not that it was like bad. I mean, it just, it didn't grab me. I, I was, I, I mean, you know, if you just asked me which Titan had the most interesting story in this season, I would say Donna Troy. Okay. I, I thought her okay. entire journey, journey was wonderful. Um, you even saw Hank try and grow up a bit more. Yeah, you know, um, before he was everywhere. Um, <laughs> but I mean, Dick, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, what did you see as his 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 story chain? Like, what did you see? I guess I should ask. Well, well, well for me, I, I guess I saw him like t- coming to the realization that, wow, you know, Batman's gone. I've got to kind of take on this helm. And, and I guess it's maybe it's not his story was so good is that the other stories weren't that great, like out of the four. But yeah, then I'll give you that. <laughs> like, and maybe and so then maybe that's the way I'm looking at it. Because if you look at Starfire's story, for those who didn't see the um the 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 show, I mean Starfire has this whole thing about her visions and she's going into trances and she's like kind of sleepwalking through things and almost killing people, and then she's seeing visions and then she Which has is somehow thing. related to her sister, but then they don't explain why that is at all. <laughs> right. So that's that's her. Oh, wait, wait, we didn't go to the other part. Then she has more visions. She gets a, a different power set, finds out she never had the power she had. And and then I'm like, well, I, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> right. So between that, between Raven's like, you know, oh, Raven finally shows up. Even though we knew she was going to be on Paradise Island trying to revive Donna Troy and all those things. It was like. <laughs> she had been gone for, she had been gone for months. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, you know. It wasn't had, really that eventful. Yeah. So that's the thing in comparison to those guys that, you know, for me, like, and, yeah, I like that he was getting older. I like the fact that he was, you know, dealing with Barbara Gordon, even though at this point I was like, wait, Barbara Gordon was never Batgirl. But I also love the fact that she was never Batgirl. She was never trained by Bruce. She was never trained by Dick. We don't know where she learned. I mean, you know, she's just some normal woman that, you know, evidently took some fighting lessons, but he's like, come on, why don't you just, you know, train, you know, come and work with us being Batman. You already know um, the moves. I'm like, Really? Is it that easy to fight Batman? <laughs> I mean, I mean, in his current age, yes, but <laughs> you know, damn. <laughs> we do know she got some dick training. Oh, he's waiting. He's waiting all podcasts. That. I'll give you props for that one, Ralph. It's called the long game. Ah, oh, the yeah. long game. <laughs> you don't know how hard it was. Every I don't time. know how hard it was. I'm hoping to know. <laughs> Every but time then- they they were like. Um, there was one line where they go, um, I love Dick. And I was like, <laughs> giggle. <laughs> I watch it with you. But they, now, I forget now, what was the, the name of the her her supposed arch enemy? Oh, um, oh. I can't it wasn't remember. it wasn't Magpie, it wasn't that wasn't, no, that that wasn't was, Magpie. Right? No, it wasn't Magpie. Forget forget the name, but I mean it's like, okay. So evidently now this well, not that she had a secret identity, but she knows Barbara Gordon is this woman that was going around robbing people. She attacks Barbara Gordon in a wheelchair. Who I'm believe me, I'm all for ADA, you know, stuff, you know, um, you know, rights and stuff like that, and seeing um, you know disabled people promoted. But there, the fight scenes that they put Barbara in didn't make sense with her being in the wheelchair. Right. It was not believable that a woman that is flipping and flopping around, jumping all over the place, is taking down multiple people. As even, you know, like making, it's hard for Dick to fight her. 
And yet Barbara was able to fend her off in a wheelchair with like, uh, you know, to uh, to a screamer, you know. Right. So I'm like and, and then gets blinded by her momentarily. And then the girl goes away, but never attacks her again, ever. Like she just goes away. <laughs> like she's not brought up again in the story. She's not jailed. She's not killed. And I'm like, so I don't understand why <laughs> what just happened. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> what just happened was uh, a pandemic hit, and apparently it made filming difficult with certain actors. So they just write so. them out of the story. Yeah, I could kill you at any point. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Which actually is a great threat for a villain. <laughs> like, that really is a great threat by the way you know very true very true um but yeah so that one got me and also what did you think about the dick went bad for a while i was like really yeah i i, I didn't it just didn't. it didn't fit it didn't fit that's what oh wow dick didn't fit yeah wow. <laughs> i i, I didn't mean, even like, mean that he, one guys yeah i mean his morals suddenly went limp usually he's much more rigid and you know like <laughs> like seriously it was just like you want to rob banks with it sure that's all it takes I mean, the yeah. Riddler, thank God he didn't run up to the Riddler or the Joker. Oh, you want to join me? Uh, yeah, why not? <laughs> it's a part of the story that went soft. Yeah. Honestly, it, it, <laughs> it did. Because it was like, it just it felt like it wasn't part of what nah. they're trying to build. And I understand they're trying to show that, yeah, he, he liked her so or he loved her so much or was into her so much that he was willing to kind of like go against what he's learned with Bruce. I get that, but you could have done that other ways. I, yeah, because it, it was one, two, three. I mean, you know. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of one, two, three or three, two, one, how did you feel when when, when, when Hawk died? <laughs> oh, I I was just like, oh, they're going to save him at the last second. I said the last second. <laughs> <laughs> when he blew, I'm like, but when they blew up, you're like, oh, you know, in your mind, I mean, unless you, you know, felt that the show was going to go there. I'm like, in your mind, you're like, okay, you saw the explosion. That means it's Superboy rushing at the last second you know, got the thing off of him. It exploded, but he's like, you know, probably got like Hawk, like covered over or something like that to protect from the explosion. And you're like, oh no, he's just standing there covered in basically Hawk. No, it's, it's <laughs> you know? oh no, he hasn't arrived yet. Yeah. Oh, there he is. Oh, he's just watching it now. Does he's he like a there, he's, What? <laughs> Pretty much. Um, yes, I, I was, I was hurt. I, that was just like, come on. Because I mean, they were, we can remember there was even talk about them getting their own show. Right. Remember when this first came out, like when this, there was talk. So I'm like, I mean, not that they still couldn't, they, they have many ways in this world of magic and whatnot, but I'm just like, cool. You know, they, cause they felt like they were getting him to mature just a little bit more that he wasn't just obnoxious thug at this point. And I'm like, this is what? <laughs> <laughs> How bad did I want to hit you both up? I knew I knew I saw it day of, and I remember Troy was staying in my house. Shout out to Troy again. He's, he's he, I should tag him on this podcast for this one because he's been mentioned a lot. Um, he's sitting there in my living room. He goes, I don't know if you want to watch episode three or if you're gonna watch it. I'm not sure if you're gonna like it. And I was like, why? And I remember watching it and be like, oh, they killed. Oh, I gotta text Mike and Ralph. Oh, I can't because they haven't watched it yet. But you know the real reason why Superboy didn't get there in time. Why? Because with his supervision, he saw when Hawk was undressed at that that uh, swimming oh. pool, and he was like, he was like, oh, he looks way better than me. <laughs> <laughs> he works out way more than I do, and I'm Superboy. I'm just gonna let that goddamn man die. <laughs> they, 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 they were a few angles away from. from I'm like, okay, this should be a different rating. Was this going to Skinamax? <laughs> right. <laughs> I think I'm I like. Heard. A, I think I heard Mike when he was watching episode three and, and Hawk was diving into that swimming pool. Eh? 
<laughs> Mike was like, oh, look at that ass. Dude, I, this guy was built like, I mean, he was built like, I think he looked built better than he was 15 years ago when he was on Smallville. Yeah. I, think, I, think every, I think every man saw that and thought, had one or two reactions. If you're into that, you're like, oh. If you're not into that, you're like, damn, I, I'm fucking jealous. <laughs> it, was, it was one of the, it was like that Christopher, um, Chris Evans scene when he's holding the helicopter. It's like, you know, every guy that watched episode three was like, well, I'm just putting on these sweatpants for the rest, sweatpants and sweatshirt for the rest of the show. I mean, pretty much. That thing pretty. looked like you could bounce a, a manhole cover off of it, man. Yeah. The Hulk threw it at his ass. It would have bounced right back and killed the Hulk. <laughs> it was just, I mean, he's just, I mean, well, he always, he's always, he's always in great shape. I mean, ever, you know, ever since the first time we ever saw him, but like, he was looking fantastic. And I'm just like, they just killed him. I was, I'm just still mad that they killed him. I, I, and I was also so happy with episode nine. Yeah, when you see him, oh, yeah. which first of all was the best episode of all three seasons, you, in my opinion. Did, did you feel I, that? Way? I think Soul is just one of the best episodes they've ever had, wow. and which is it's a good episode, but it's not like it's the best episode on TV. That just kind of tells you where we're going at their their ability to write shows. Um, but like, I'm like, okay, yay, we're gonna get um, Tim Drake back, we're gonna get Donna back, and obviously we're getting Hawk back. You assholes! <laughs> <laughs> you didn't do it again. And I actually kind of liked it because of yeah. that. I will say this. So it made me think if they do do a, a Hawk and Dove series, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe this is a way where how they can explain that they get their the the actual powers of Hawk and Dove. But that's what I was wondering that they were going to do, like somehow him coming back. Because remember, he has no body to come back to. Yeah. Which, which is funny that they never mentioned that part. <laughs> it's like, dude, you were blown up. You, you got no body to come back to. Um, which I think also, you know, even if they wanted to bring him back, they were like, how are we going to do this? But that's what I was thinking is that somehow, like maybe he was going to have made a deal, like, you know, with some, some entity or whatever and got powers and then they share with each other or yeah. something like that. Yeah, like because they're in the underworld, maybe they do meet the, the gods of chaos and order. Right. And that's how they get their, their abilities. They say, hey, do you guys want to be our avatars? Yeah. Hey. Hey, it's fine. I mean, I mean, once they did that, that that episode of them in the netherworld and all that stuff, I mean, it was really good. It was well written, and it was just mm -hmm. a lot of fun. Yeah, but it opened up a lot of doors for. And I hate it. Be, and I don't say I hate it. Um, the only thing I dislike is like, okay, here we go with the hero trope of no one can really die because blah 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 blah. So it's like, right. oh come on, so that, that that's my whole thing. That's the only reason yeah. I didn't like it. But I mean, it, it's possible, Ralph. It, it's totally possible. Um, I'd watch it. You know what's funny? We haven't mentioned two things. The Big Bad and um, Tim Drake. I mean, you kind of men mentioned Tim Drake right now, but... You mean oh. Droopy? <laughs> Hello, everybody. I'm Tim Drake. <laughs> I just gotta get home. I just gotta he, get home. He was the most non-superhero built person I think I've ever seen, ever. <laughs> like, it looked like it would look like his arch villain would just be a jar of pickles that's too tight. <laughs> it's just, like it would just be that would be it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> he does what? one one kick move. Where did you learn that? I know. Really? I'm like really and he goes Donna? on YouTube. Really, Donna, you're impressed by that. You're you come from a, a race of warrior women. You're you and Diana were made by gods. And you're impressed by a kid, a kid that did a half ass, not even a great kick, a half ass, and even his brother. Dude, I was so impressed. I'm like, why? Are you impressed that he didn't go? Ah! And then, where did you learn that? YouTube. YouTube. Oh. And I'm like, 
Well, that goes about right. I guess it really is easy to become a Robin. <laughs> it's really? just that easy. He, he didn't bother me that much. I, <laughs> you know what? I guess because in the comic, I always feel like Tim Drake's a little bit more annoying. I don't know why. He just right. comes off a little bit more annoying in the comic book. You know, right. I know. I found out who Batman was, even though he had that moment with, with, um, with Dick, like, right. yeah. well, your someone's on my. <laughs> but I kind of felt more like I got you in the comic. Oh, shut up! You're, you know, <laughs> that's just me. I would say this: I do like the fact that they they play up his um investigative skills because right. Tim Drake is actually a really good investigator. He's the well, best detective well, of all of them. Yeah, I mean, Batman will even tell you he's he's smarter than him in that way. He's about he's a better detective than Batman. Yeah, so you, know, you know, I did like that. I, yeah, I, no, that part I was fine with. I did, but I just it was, it was a little weird that he had his own kind of bat cave made out of 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 computers that right. he supposedly found, that, but his father doesn't believe him. <laughs> I don't believe him. <laughs> you know? and, I mean, I was fine with all that. It's just that you're just. I mean, let's just put it this way: he's going to end up putting on a suit at some point, unless that guy goes into like severe workout mode. I just. I mean, not that Robin's supposed to be built, but it's just like he's so thin. Like I'm like, hey, hey, he's if, wide, Grant, yeah. if Grant Gustin could do it, he's remember? the Flash. He's no, just running hold really on, fast. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Grant Gustin actually beefed up for in the this, last season, the yeah. last season for this role, right? Right. Well, I remember when we were looking at Grant Gustin, um, old not footage, but Grant Gustin, yeah. um, and, and and he was like, ba- it was like baggy pants, and then we oh, but yeah. Like, and I'm like, wow, look at him. So I think there's always a possibility for something for yeah, Mr. Tim yeah there is, but it's just gonna it's gonna take a lot for me to be like, yeah. It'd be like, oh, thank God, Robin, you come that Robin came to save me. Oh, Jesus Christ, I, I'll just beat up the villain myself. <laughs> what they're gonna Could do you give me the dead one? <laughs> what they're gonna do is they're gonna um get their multiverse telephone and they're gonna call Arrow and be like, hey, um, what's your workout routine? Can you give us that? We just got a, a salmon up. climb. Yeah, <laughs> we got to bulk up this Robin real quick. <laughs> um, what what and, is? Oh, yeah. go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. I was gonna say because uh, it was a two part question. I said right. we mentioned Tim Drake, and I go, what about the big bad? What about Scarecrow? Used unconventionally, very unconventional. Give them some props for that. I think that they put him way above his fight class. Yes. Um, 1, but like you said, it was unconventional. Uh, I just thought it was getting... They, I don't like too many villains because that spoils the pot, which they were smart enough not to do this time because that ruined them the first two times. Um, they needed another villain. <laughs> like They needed another threat. Like they, He should have been the initial reason behind the Red Hood problem, had his you know murderous ideas with the poisoning in the water, later but they needed a better villain in the middle because red hood wasn't working out quite right what i don't because red hood turned by 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 was 11. yeah yeah what i don't understand i don't understand you got fucking superboy on your team yes the dude is indestructible yep he's super strong Mm -hmm. and yet red hood and scarecrow i mean he was Super Bowl was around multiple times where Red Hood and Scarecrow were around. Yeah. And he didn't stop them. Yeah. He, or he or, or how, flicked them. Yeah. Flick them in the head. Like, Boom, like, like he out. did with that one guy when he went to knock him out. Yeah. Or my favorite thing is, um, I'm going to settle this once and for all with Jason. Super Bowl, you have to stay. Yeah. Or he could just go. I'm, I'm sorry. Or, or Super Bowl should have gone. Or he's right here in my hand already. I ran out and got him while we were talking. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know? Like, I mean, yeah, that 
it's it's a case because again, I mean, even though they haven't you know made him Superman levels of Superboy kind of thing, but it's just like it's just like the Flash. Oh, I can stop everybody except that one guy with the gun. Yep. You know, it's like so well, Superboy, you are having trouble, or you're not. It's not even that he's having trouble. He 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 comes across, which is also weird with the character. He's super smart, except for when he isn't. Yep, which is weird. <laughs> you know, so even he's not like I'll. I don't really need you to tell me to not go get the villain. I'm going to go get the villain. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you could also set up a conflict with him and Dick being that, you know, he's like, well, are you jealous because I could do things that you can't, you know? Like, I mean, that, that would be a perfect setup, honestly, because you can have him set up as, you know, the whole Batman Superman dilemma. Like, well, I've got power. Are you stopping me from doing this because you, you know, you think I'm going to take your job or I'm going to do better than but, you? But the thing is with that, Dick proved it himself. The answer is yes. <laughs> He was actively not letting him do anything. That, nope, I've got to go alone. Why do you have to go? It's not like if you don't, if you come, if you come with anybody else, I'm going to blow up these 35 orphans. Like, I understand. <laughs> it's, he's just like, I just have to go get him and bring him in. Yep. Or you could just send the really indestructible. No, no. You know what? Send the dog. Yeah. <laughs> that is equally as indestructible to send go get Jason. <laughs> you know, either way. Jason is stopped. And that kept bothering me throughout the show, not just with Jason, with lots of things where they just, it's like, you do know that he is, it's, it, it would basically be like, oh, there's this going on, uh, Connor. Oh, so-and-so's going on, Connor. So-and-so's going on, Connor. <laughs> you know, it's, they, they don't need anybody else but him at this point. Well, then maybe they need to get rid of him because not for nothing, he, yes, is, he is OP they do. maybe for the Oh, he's OP for the team, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's definitely OP. I mean, uh, unless you make it a personality thing, which I right. think that's what they're trying to do. But but that's still... a personality thing because then it's like Century. Century is right. I was just about. To, I was literally just about to say this is the oh, Century really? problem. Yeah, I was because it's the Century problem. It's like he's so overpowered. But like, how many times did you read in the comics? Oh, Robert, can't you help us? Oh, I'm afraid to, because I might release the the void. The void. Well, then go home. You know. <laughs> I mean, with Super, but with Superboy, he's not the one doing it. If you're not going to use him, it's like well then take him out of the story plot like because that's it's it, it starts begging too many questions of like you know oh like the moment you heard criminals with guns firing at the police all right dick is like you know all right um superboy i'm gonna take me beast boy and raven are gonna go down no superboy i will go stop the people with the bullets and the guns yep <laughs> it makes no other sense to send anyone else at this point you know yeah well, I mean, I mean, it's OP. I mean, I agree. He's OP. I mean, I mean, not not OP enough for Blackfire, but that's another story. <laughs> Which, by the way, he blew up the ship because he didn't want her to go. That seemed dumb. That yeah, it was it was as petty as the story they said it was. <laughs> you know, it was. I I I, I was there and I was like, when he blew it up, I was like, he couldn't have blown up the ship. He couldn't have blown. He did but they didn't even the show us showing him blowing up the ship. Like that's the part that made me mad. They just told us, and then he went, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Wait, oh, you did? I thought they were just going <laughs> to accuse him, and he didn't do it, and that was going to be part of the, you know, the confrontation is that he didn't do it." It's like, "Oh, right. oh, you did do it." Nope. So then you're you an ass, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, I had. I mean, I think what they were trying to do, and maybe they're trying to do this long setup, which they're not doing well, is the whole he could go evil because of that whole Lex half Lex thing, which of course makes no sense. You're not nurtured into being a bad guy. That's not, you know, I'm sorry. You're not natured into being a bad guy. You're nurtured into it. Right. <laughs> you know? So like, that's just silly when they keep doing this whole, like I could be a criminal genius. I'm like, 
or just the genius well, that's yeah, know. but also I mean I'm, I'll play the other side of the point, just saying, you know, you're right, you can't be natured into a villain, you can be nurtured, but sometimes you can fool yourself into thinking it's almost like when somebody and I'm just gonna speak very loosely, like weapon. Self-fulfilling prophecy, like like you say, well, my father was into drugs, my grandfather's into drugs, that means it's in my genetic makeup. I mean, I can be into drugs. Doesn't mean, you know, that, you you know, even though that deals with genetics, but the idea of you don't have to be that person, but in your head, right. you start playing it at, oh, it doesn't mean bad. Oh, I'm starting to turn now. I'm going to turn. Right. Right. That, you know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They could be setting up for that, and that's fine enough, you know, see what they do with it. Uh, <laughs> my, anytime Mike says fine enough, he's like, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just, you know, let's see where you go. I mean, because it's really, like I said, they're, they're, if, if they're um, going towards that, they're not doing a very good job of that, you know? Right. Um, but yeah, so it's just a very interesting thing like that. What did you think about Beast Boy and his, I turned into another creature? Yeah. <laughs> at, at, at this point, they should have them just, you know, switching in and out of creatures. Like, come on, what are they yeah. teasing us for? Well, what my favorite thing is now, you know, I mean, they may as well just invent, first of all, the, uh, um, the molecularly unstable uniform at this point. Yeah. Like they need to get Reed Richards to jump into that universe and just give him here's those clothes. Because have you noticed in the last like two or three episodes, he walks behind, he, he comes in as a cat. Right. Or even when he turned into a bat, he walks behind something in public and comes up with his change of clothing. And I'm like, but you didn't come with a change of clothing. No. <laughs> you know, like if you told me you had a change of clothing in a knapsack on your back of a cat, sure. But you just walked, but like when he came in as a cat, he walked behind like a couple of rocks. It's when, they, remember when they go to see Donna, when Donna, they first meet Donna yep. again. He walks behind a truck or something like that and comes out fully dressed. Yep. And you're like, where'd the clothes come from? I'd rather Rachel have just gone like, abracadabra. <laughs> like, like, you know, <laughs> at least that would have been more, make more sense, <laughs> you know. Well. Ralph explains it all. You're welcome. I wow. thought that guy was dead. I <laughs> never did. Just sleeping. So the the reason he still has his clothes is he actually has get ready for this. A flash ring. Yeah. Yeah. But Yeah, but he was flashing without his clothes. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> so he just has a ring that has all his clothes stored in there, really small, and then he presses a button. But unlike the Flash, he can't just run really fast and put it on. It just shoots out really quick, like, you know. Uh, like Dick. Yeah, like Dick, pretty much. It just shoots out. <laughs> and, oh, then, uh, God. and then he just has to pick it up and put it on, you know. I yeah. hate you guys. <laughs> Works for me. This has been. Ralph explains it all. You're welcome. At least he waited for the, toward the end of the episode. Of that and and I, I do my, my best to promise uh, you listeners out there that I'll make sure he's actually dead this time. It's one of those. <laughs> I, I made my horror movie mistake by shot him three times and walked away. Yeah. But I didn't do the head. You can't, you <laughs> you can't walk away. No. You, you know, you, you could try, but that guy is very, uh, you know, uh, sneaky and, like, uh, and slippery, man. He, <laughs> it's possible. Let me ask you guys, um, before we start closing things out, let me well, ask I want to get to the actual end. <laughs> I was just, I was just yeah. going to say, I was going to say, how did you feel about the way everything was resolved in the last couple of episodes? Was it rushed? Was it was it perfectly like kind of did it stick the landing? How did you guys feel? Well, well, before we get to that part and be answer that, we have to remember the things that we haven't mentioned. We did mention that 
Jason Todd was put into the Lazarus pit. That's how he came back after being murdered by the Joker. Right. Donna Troy came back from the dead after being killed last season. Okay, but she made her journey back. That was fine. And we also did not mention that Dick Grayson died right. and was yeah. also put into the Lazarus pit and has come back um, somehow fully fine and not crazy. Uh, and that the Lazarus pit in the worst, most egregious uh. use of a Lazarus pit in the history of all comics was the savior of the day. So that's at least now where we're going into describing this ending. Okay, well, thank you, thank you for that. Thank you for explaining that that, that big detail that people are like, well, what? It just started raining and everybody started coming back to life? Good God, that, it's not even just that part. That last episode, it felt like they were just like, we only have 13 episodes? No, you knew you had 13 episodes. <laughs> you know, like, I, I don't know what you were writing for. <laughs> you know, I, I they hamstrung so much crap into that. I, as much as we've talked about a lot of problems here and there and nitpick things, I enjoyed this season a lot. I did. That ending took a lot of my good graces from me. That was a wow. shit, piss poor ending. I mean, it didn't like throw it from a 10 down to a one, but I mean, it, took point off easy it was just a horrible wrap-up to me i have a question yeah right so <clears throat> their whole plan was to bring back everyone who died right using mm -hmm. using rain right with the lazarus pit mm -hmm. yeah yeah i know i get i get that i get that but so how did they die right it was a gas that exploded and went around and killed people right right they mentioned that from the satellite scans, they can see a certain number of people, right? They say a number. Mm -hmm. And they also say, who knows how many more inside, right. right? So when they were putting this plan together, did they consider the people who were dead inside of buildings? Because I'm pretty oh, sure- Oh, no. We, we dragged them all out into the rain. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I, I thought the same thing with the, the guy that died on the steps of the, uh, the subway. Yeah. I'm like, so what about the people in the subway? Yeah. <laughs> you know? They, they just don't deserve to live. Like, well, yeah. you, didn't, you didn't make it to a point where water could hit you. So. You know, I, did, I didn't I didn't even think about that. It's kind of like us thinking about the blip and about people in airplanes. But oh, I, they, I all mean, died. they all died again. The, the, but, the, but, the, but the minute they went to, um, we could bring people to the last bit or we bring the last bit to the people. And I'm like, they're not doing this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and plus, it's like, fine. Even their even their ridiculous explanation of how this particular Lazarus pit works, which because they're always one and done. This FYI for for the not too comic booky people out there, Lazarus pits are a one and done because they're. I mean, you can say they're pseudo mystical, pseudo science as well, a mixture of both. But there's a bunch of chemicals that make the Lazarus pit perfectly right for whatever means that's allows to bring back to life or rejuvenate somebody that's gone into it. But as Razagul always goes, you use it once, it uses it up. Yep. You know. This thing has been multiple, it's, it's been used more than like a, a laundromat at this point, you know, <laughs> just people were just in and out of it like crazy. So their explanation here for the craziness is that it also retains all of the fears and horrors that right. everybody experiences. And I'm like, so That's what rain doesn't out. just drip drop and then not pull. So all these people are being hit with the Lazarus pit. All their fear, they, they're just waking up like, oh, I'm okay. I'm like, you know, you should be experiencing something. <laughs> you know, like right. a little bit more than like, oh, what happened? Um, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, it was just, yeah, like, I got a piece so badly, I just woke up. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, it was just, it was just, 
it just pissed me off <laughs> to say the least. It just pissed me off. Wow. Well, I'm yeah. definitely interested to hear how, how we how we rated it. But anything else we want to add before we talk about? Well, um, yeah, I want to talk about um, what we did with our villain at the end. Now that as cruel as it was, oh. I liked it. You know, I did. Like I, I kind of wanted to glaze over that because I was like, eh, it was just so uneventful. Yeah, I liked what they did with the villain yeah, person. All right. Well, uh, let's talk about it. Honestly, uh, I think uh, making your villain deep throat all your fears that you pulled out of a Lazarus pit just seemed yeah. kind of crazy. But hey, you know, it worked. But it's not even just that. I mean, the whole it's the whole um, irony is actually well, I guess there is irony. It's irony. Yeah, the, um, the master I, of fear actually, is. Yeah, is dealing with that's irony or not actually i don't think that is but anyhow nonetheless it's whatever part justice. of whatever there you go poetic just i'll give you that better the fact that yeah he is the scarecrow and now he is forced to deal with all these fears of however many people have been in there and a lot of people have been dipping their toes in that thing mm-hmm. um i know i cream i i, I kind of like that i mean because also at the same time it was like you think you can handle all that evil rachel yeah you know like are you okay no it's like she seemed just fine yeah. <laughs> like afterwards she was just fine so that when she released the evil it was almost like oh yeah i forgot all about that <laughs> you know it almost looked uh, like she was taking a dump out of her yeah. mouth <laughs> did um now what happened with uh commander though so she's going back but she hasn't gone back yet because right? they're rebuilding her ship right because right. he has an eidetic memory yep i'm like really but yet you couldn't build the same um heart bomb device that you almost say superboy with you couldn't build that rapidly a second time because yeah. i thought the moment he goes oh yeah he remembered the ship because he has identic memory i'm like fine but then why couldn't he build that device a second time <laughs> you know you once time. again once again superboy is a slacker yeah. <laughs> that's why he's not the leader of the team he's a slacker before we move on we must address yes. the elephant in the room. Oh. Who is it? Jason Todd's hair. What the hell? Really? The flock of seagulls? What? <laughs> what the hell was with? The- He's like crazy <laughs> Justin Bieber. Also, <laughs> it it was really weird. I don't know if you guys noticed this. So when clearly they didn't choose the right body double for him, mm-hmm. because when the scenes where he was actually wearing the hood. You can tell it's a body double because just like the the body, the whole stance, the everything, yeah, it's, it's completely it's different. It's all completely different. Also, the dude was at least a good six inches taller than the actor that plays Jason Todd. Well, the hood makes him stand up, right? Yeah, like it was so weird. <laughs> and then, and then he was so fucking emo. Like, what the? Oh hell? my god! I'm like, I'm like, really? Are you from that Star Wars movie? Like, <laughs> is, is, like are you Kylo? I'm like, yeah, I was like, are you Kylo Ren? Oh. I'm like, yeah, and he really, it, his back and forth, like the fact that he was just, I can't fight. And then shows up, <laughs> I'm tough. And I'm like, oh, by the way, tell me this plan. All right, Beast Boy, <laughs> we, need to, we need you to get into Wayne Manor. Now there's, you know, guards, da, 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 da. But um, well, how are we going to take care of any guards there? Don't worry about it. I got that covered. So Beast Boy turns into a bat, turns back to human, and, you know, he's dizzy, da, 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 and has to, Put in like you know, figure out information that he, he has to find information he doesn't know. Figure out how to hook this up. Password, blah blah blah. blah. So, who did Dick send in there to take care of all the guards? Jason Todd. Jason Todd, yeah. who knows all the passwords and such to the room, yep. and was on this, got up there just as fast as Gar would have gotten up there, yep. and could have just patched the device in. I'm like, why didn't you just send him in? 
<laughs> you know, this this made no sense. It was like, I'm like, you were the worst planner. Captain America would just bitch slap him. <laughs> it was the worst strategy ever. Apparently, because needed, bad leadership. <laughs> you needed a reason to have uh, Beast Boy uh, turn into a bat and also find out that uh, Jason Todd is working with, uh, right. with Nightwing. So. Yeah. Yeah. And that's exactly what it felt like. And that was the bad part about it. It felt exactly like that. Like, there's no reason for this plan except for that you have to run into Jason and go, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, gentlemen. I think we need to start wrapping this up. So let's start talking about renaming the series. Well, do you want right. to go or should I, I go? I will go and I have a couple. Uh oh. All right. So we got. Well, you got a couple? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Here we go. So we got uh, Titans season three. Death takes a holiday. Ah, I like that. <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. There we got like Titans season three. When you hear your family, unless I want to go on my own, then you know family's kind of a loose term. <laughs> <laughs> Someone did homework. Oh my gosh! <laughs> then it's Titans, Titans extension of Olive Garden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Titans season three. Um, damn it! I just had it. Titans ah, season three. Uh, the therapist is him and they have a lot to work to do oh boy (laughs) stick while you're ahead stick while you're ahead (laughs) it's like the Star Wars trilogy Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back were great Return of the Jedi (laughs) yeah I said it fight me (laughs) well but I like it it's still pretty good mine was simple because between all the death and the nudity I'm gonna call it a DC Heroes Gone Wild. <laughs> so like, there was one nude scene. Come on. Yeah, but between the nude scene and then the sex scene with you know, I'm like, oh, so Connor and oh, so, um, Black. Okay, and then the violence and the cursing, and I'm like, oh my gosh, what? Who? Who? Who's watching this show? Please, oh DC Heroes Gone Wild. That thing was so <laughs> soft core. It was basically coming out of a Mr. Softy ice cream truck. I didn't say it was going into anybody's <laughs> ear. That's not what I said, Mike. <laughs> Uh, I call it uh, Titans. Sure, we had another bad finale, but at least it wasn't at a carnival. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. All right. So let's talk yeah, about they, it. They, they, they have now failed three out of three finales. Failed. <laughs> well, uh, but now but, let's talk about the season as a whole because here's where it yeah, comes. Because, right. oh, yeah. Mike says it. I, I finale sucked, but... Uh, oh, fuck. Here we go. go. Uh Titans, whatever kills you, a Lazarus pick can bring you back. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> All right. I, I, let me see you include this in your ratings. So let's talk about it. Ratings for Titan Season 3. Ralph? I give Titan Season 3 uh, eight and a half. Without that ending, uh, Donna Troy lightning rods out of ten. That shit was just wow. fires. <laughs> Apparently, she came back as um as Doomsday. <laughs> no, as Doomsday, because apparently, because you know how Doomsday is, it, it, at some point it was that whatever kills him makes him stronger. Oh, yeah. Right. So right. apparently now she's immune to lightning because that's what killed her before. Now she can yes, wield it. Now she now she's the god of thunder, right? Well, well, no. She well she watched Wonder Woman eighty four, and she's like, I can do pretty much anything, and no one's gonna bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I can shape change. No one's gonna say anything at this point. <laughs> you know? Would you say she was riding the lightning? Could have been. Oh gosh. 
Another 12-year-old joke. All right. I'm in Titan season three, eight and a half. Hunter Kent blowing up the ship because he can out of 10. What yeah. the hell? Yeah. <laughs> how, about, how about that look where he where um he looks over at uh at Starfire and she's like, wait, what's going on? And he's like, it's like a, a smirky kind of Mona Lisa thing, like, oh yeah, it's gonna happen. Boom, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Mike, what do you got? Uh, I join in. I give it an eight and a half. Come on, bring back Hawk out of ten. <laughs> wow, like a dove series. <laughs> Seriously, man. Because I, I miss, well, I miss well, Minka Kelly. I was like, come on. I, 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 I love Kelly her. She was great. She was. She was. She's great. I mean, like, I like her character. I like the way they have her fighting style down. Like, you know, I just, I like her as a character. And, and of course, she's just absolutely gorgeous. Um, Don yep. Story came back looking, you know, nine times more fabulous than she. I'm like, death really worked for you. <laughs> I mean, yeah. No, no disrespect to Minka Kelly, but she's what forty four, trying to play at thirty five. I don't think she's that old. I think, but I know she's older than I think she's she's in her late thirties. I thought. No, no, she's in her forties. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Are you sure about Do that? You... Okay, up. hold on. Okay, let me let me close this out by saying this much. We'll come back with it. So there you have it. Titan season three. Ralph thinks Minka Kelly's forty four. I don't think so, but. Guys, don't go anywhere. Geeks on the Go is next. Geeks on the Go. Hold on. You were really off on that one. <laughs> You're really off. It was this this is this is what we but what Ralph and I heard. One, uh, three, two, one. Or one, two, three. Mark. Mm. <laughs> oh wow i was like is he is he and eating camel soup <laughs> <laughs> how am i now right now you're great yeah, it sounds all right let's, okay. let's try it let's see let's try it again so one two three mark 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 Geeks on the go. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's take a look at what we got to do today. So we know the segment. I give quick questions. They give quick answers on all things geek. And we make it under a minute periodically. I mean, I'm not going to shout anybody out. I just know there's somebody in this group that's not Mike or I that likes to sabotage this um, operation. You're talking about that Robert Springs at all guy, right? Yeah, exactly. That that guy. I, I had a talk with him, and he said he doesn't give a crap. Wow. wow. I, was waiting for him to explain, I was waiting for him to explain why he sabotages my segment. I, I think that was the explanation. That. that was the explanation. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's the explanation. Don't have him press the Q button. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Ready, set, go. Name a comic book, I'm uh, sorry, a comic book or a movie hero that you expect to blow up in 2022, whether you like it or not. Mike. Doctor Strange, bitches. All right. Ralph. I would have to say the guy who is like none other. I'm talking about Static Shock, baby. Come on. It's got to be. Him. All right. That's a good choice. Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart are in the movie DC League of Super Pets. Give me a one-word description of your feelings. Ralph. Why? <laughs> okay. Mike. Next. 
<laughs> All right. Um, and final question. Out of the MCU Avengers, which member will you miss the most? Ralph. I mean, it's it's so hard just to pick one. There's so many. Stop. But pick if, one. If I had to pick one, I would have to say it'd be ScarJo, you know, Black Widow. Like, come on. All right. All right. Mike. Um, I would say uh, Hawkeye. Ah, yes, we got it. Yes. No, no I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I'm just kidding because no one's ever said that. It would be Captain America. Ah, <laughs> see, he didn't finish. Ah, you fucking suck. I win. <laughs> yeah. I oh, don't man. suck. I didn't give a 90-minute answer. <laughs> <laughs> you, um, you gave a 90-minute pause? Um, he was like, pausing for dramatic never... effect. There we go. <laughs> All right. Shout outs. Any shout outs, gentlemen? I would like mm. to shout out myself because I'm amazing. Ooh, you are. Mike, because he's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Cap, because he's the Cap. And everyone who's listening, so. because you know who you are and you know what you want. And you want more Meanwhile 22, and we're going to give it to you. But wait a minute. What about the undecided amnesiacs who don't know what they want nor who they are? Well... Figure it out and listen to some of the podcasts while you're doing it. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Mike. Oh, no. No particular shout outs. All those people we know and love and those that we hate and despise. You know who you are. <laughs> um, now, nah, but all you got there, just have everyone just hopefully you're having a great time, living your best life, enjoying us. Hopefully you're telling more friends to enjoy us, telling your enemies to enjoy us so that they then will become your friends. And just to let you know, I'm getting more and more into Magic the Gathering thanks to Ralph the Tech. Oh, so I'm becoming even oh, nerdier man. than I was. That, I didn't think that was possible. One I didn't either. One of us. One of us. You're not dragging me down that rabbit hole. Oh, you're already there, my friend. <laughs> yep. You just don't realize it. We'll see. We'll see. In regards to my shout outs, I mean, like, like Mike and Ralph said, shouting out everybody. But I want to shout out some people, you know, in particular, of course. Um, shouting out South Carolina. Hope things are going well. I know things are going tough over there. Hope things go better for you over there. Um, shout out to Tinkerbell. Thanks for letting us know that you listened to episode 200 and that you were so disappointed that Mike got all your answers correctly ah! so quickly. <laughs> you had to hear the disappointment. I wish I would have recorded her voice message to me. She's like, yeah, he got it. And pretty fast, too. I'm like... <laughs> I just Mike get the feeling that I'm going to wake up one day to some... Some ghostly shadow above me whispering, I'm your boyfriend now. I'll be like, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. And I'll be like, fuck. <laughs> oh my God. The fact that you think the revenge would be a quiz question is hilarious. <laughs> I've seen Scream. I know how this is going to go. And now I think I want to do a new portion, not called shout outs, but called missing persons. Missing person number one, Johannes, where the hell have you been? I know you're working, but hit Johannes! What's going on? Missing person number two, I'm going to go with Jazz. I know you're married, but I mean, let her like not um, keep you under wraps and like communicate with us once in a while. Jazz! And that would be Kev as number three. Missing person number three. Kev, Kev, get out of the fields with Jen. Come, come speak to us. (laughs) Kev. (laughs) <laughs> he just has to finish, you know, chucking all that corn. Yeah. Shucking all that corn. Wow. Okay. Um, anything else you want to add before we say adieu? Au revoir. I say I don't. Okay. So <laughs> I'm going to close up the show. So for 
<laughs> MFG, also known as Mike, and for RT Square Rafa Tech, this is the cap saying, keep it geeky. Wow, this podcast was long, but it was good.